Let's roll one up. Okay. Wait, you also bought a bag. What the fuck did you bring? Oh, yeah. What do you got in there? Tell the, tell the good people at home. We got the travel rig. This is the rig we take everywhere for dabs when we're on the road. And, and so, okay, let me, okay, so let me give you a quick introduction. Because you just said something that the listeners don't even know. Let me give you... We've been talking for the first two minutes of our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Mike Reed. And our fucking guest today is my good buddy and opening act, um, Nathan Texada. Uh, we travel the road together. I hope I'm planning... I, I planned on bringing this guy across the country this year. But obviously... With this fucking pandemic shit, uh, everybody's uh, plans are on hold. But uh, this guy's a, a great comic. Um, he's only a few years in, but he's absolutely a monster already. I love him. Great crowd work. Very funny comedian. I can't remember any of his jokes right now, but I promise you that he's pretty funny. <laughs> um, uh, Nate, you brought a fucking bag. What up, guys? This Nathan guy Texer. He's the first guest. Oh, no, no, no. That's a lie. We had another guest at some point on the show bring... Not only you know him, um, Danny Raposo. Did you know? Danny oh Raposo yeah, is? yeah, the chef. The chef. Yeah. The chef. That guy's mental. Hell yeah. We had the chef on. Yeah, he's crazy. Uh, the chef brought like edibles. He brought a mushroom uh, weed tincture that you do, and you can get like a little mushroom trip going. So you, you're our second guest actually to bring Hell your own yeah. shit. What did you bring? So brought just a little bit of shatter. We got there. This, this guy brought shatter. It's a little bit for you. You're actually the first guest to to bring concentrates. Hell yeah. Sarah didn't bring concentrates either. Wow, that's hilarious. Congratulations, bro. You get yeah. the title of the first. Nice. Concentrate, man. I also ha watched you get, have some controversy on your Facebook yo, this week. Yo. Some guy said that this shatter from a photo. This guy said from a photo that this shatter was no good. It was bush through he, parchment. He, through parchment paper, and he was like, it's not clear enough. Get some lighter shit. Look how nice this is. You, I, I, I'm going to touch it, okay, because it's so... It's, this I is, don't care. Just this is good. Yeah. Look at that. Look how nice that looks, okay? This is concentrate. This is just a little bit less than a gram. Some guy on his Facebook is like, buddy, you got to get better than that. This is so nice. You know what kind of fucking weed Nazi you have to be to be against something this nice? Bro, it even smells and when nice. when you're paying $200 for 14 grams. Did you hear that? Did you hear that street price that this guy just gave you? Every listener right now at home is hollering. I don't like, even... Hit me on Instagram. Hey, yeah, don't. No, don't. No, you don't. can follow him <laughs> no, on Instagram. <laughs> Nathan Tixeda is a geek.ca slash I'm a goof. I got my little, my little travel rig. Look at this guy. This guy brought his own rig to the show. Yo, why not? Why not? That's it. This guy brought his own rig. You brought a torch though? Or no? <laughs> yeah, I was like... Get out of here. I got refill. We need a little refill for the torch. Oh my god, I'm rolling here. this. Pineapple Express 316. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the actual name. <laughs> Nate, yes. how, how, did, how did we meet? Oh man. Uh, well, I mean, I know you before comedy. I uh, used to come up to uh, Stoner Sundays. Uh, back when I was younger. Man. Yo, tell the people what Stoner Sundays is so Yo, they know to put a little respect on it. That's it. Uh, Vape Central is probably one of the most live uh, weed lounges in Toronto uh, over the last... Why was it live? I don't know, man. It's a staple. It's been around for... Why is it a staple? Oh, man. This is getting serious. I should have done my fact The reason it's a staple because comedian Mike Rita made it his mainstay for over 10 years, a decade, every Sunday holding it down. Yo, straight up, though, one of the toughest crowds that i ever seen anybody perform to. <laughs> no, it's they were the worst crowd. To if, start. 10 years? 10 years ago. 10 years, it makes it sound like, like I did it for a long time, but I want you to know this was the worst crowd you could ever perform for for no. 10 years. The fact that you went back to that crowd 
back and back and back again. It just like that crowd was so tough. Buddy, but then they love you. They now, love the, you're like they're, they're the Don Cron. Dude, I'm care. their messiah of weed comedy. They're like weed comedy. Sometimes people share articles like Reach, look at this article. And it'll be an article from a few years ago that's like, Oh, weed comedy is taking over. Is Toronto the Mecca of the next big comedy boom? Yeah. And they'll mention my name or something. Stone and my phone just went off. Or is that yours? No, that's definitely yours. Bush. But it's my fucking wife probably this being guy. like where the fuck are you honey i thought you was recording i don't hear any recording <laughs> <laughs> no she's so great she, she doesn't sound like that it would be more like mike i thought you were recording oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man okay okay wives, so wives, so wives. you knew me from other from shows stoner sundays yeah so, stoner so sundays you used to come to stoner sundays with your fucking peewee friends yeah all the way from high. thornhill or wherever yo, the fuck. yo waterloo waterloo this guy came all the way from Waterloo to downtown Toronto to That's watch it. yours truly. This whole interview is just about you telling the people how cool I am uh, to the Portuguese community and the youth of the nation. I'm like rage against the machine to Portuguese people. No, right. straight up, honestly, okay. man. For, but, uh, uh, it's funny. Okay, okay. So you, so you, so you watched me, and then um, we did so yeah, Stoner Sundays. And, and then you're a stand-up. How the fuck did you become a stand-up? Yeah, so uh, I mean, a couple years back, I've been doing stand-up for like three years, three and a half years now. And uh, yeah, a couple years back, I knew a buddy. He just had a show down in town in uh, in Guelph. Uh, Dave, you met Dave. McKinnis? I have no idea who this guy is. Uh, I do not want to be associated with a Dave from Waterloo. <laughs> Yeah, so he had a sick show out there, and uh, so I did my first set, and it went fun, man. And then, uh, and then we came down, and we did. Uh, I messaged you, and we did. You messaged me. I messaged. Did you. I message you back? Uh, maybe after like fifteen times. Yeah, but uh, okay. No, it was a while. Was there like, there is a deep hidden secret in Canadian comedy that you cannot get a hold of Mike Rita. No, Mike Rita will ignore you, and for years, there's like three people that I don't ignore: uh, my agents, my wife, and and, and my parents. It's it. Everybody else, you get put on a waiting list. You get Yo, put in the queue. A, there's a list. For real, a there's a list in a queue. You, you, you log into my Facebook right now, and there's like 50 unread messages. And yo, you got to wait. If you message me tomorrow, you're going to have to wait until I go all the way back two weeks. And I see that 50th message unread, and I start from there, and I go all the way up. And, and most people know. Yeah, it took a minute. So it took a minute to get on the the, uh, the Stoner Sundays. Yeah, I don't... I don't and it was the first... I, was, I think I've been doing comedy for like two and a half... About two years. Before I got on that show, and it was the first time anyone ever paid me ten bucks. You were doing comedy for two years. I think it was like two years, almost. Oh no, right. it was a year. Sorry, it was a year. It was Paying a year, and then my early on in comedy can be the make or break moment of their life. Somebody can go two years and never make a dollar in stand-up comedy and quit because they feel like they're never going to do it. This guy, I, one of my biggest pleasures in life is 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 being like a hundred people's first person to pay them for comedy i still have that 10 bucks buddy you should lots of people that. do you're not the first person to I say that man I, I keep my checks all the time morgan one time had to make me my, my agent morgan he was like did you cash that check yet for the cd baby and i was like nah man that's my first check he's like just cash the fucking you check keep it. you can keep the i don't stuff. keep i don't keep shit <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't after that buddy, you know buddy. i'll keep things for like a month and i'll think it's gonna be like cute and then after a while i'm like actually i need a hundred bucks no yeah no you <laughs> know i'm like a hundred dollars my, my wife's been trying to keep my daughter stuff since day one get hey. out of here we're not oh, having another no, hey, one hey, i'm a guy who keeps shit i keep shit no yo i like a few things like a couple i like i got a pair of like pink timberlands you have a pair of pink timberlands from your youth 
No, for my kid, bro. Oh, my oh okay. I thought it was shit. I thought you were keeping stuff from your youth, like Pink Timberlands. I was like, buddy. This guy. This what guy are you waiting? Just gave me one of those sideways looks, like, yo, Pink Timberlands. Pink Timberlands, eh? In the what 90s? Are you, what? what are you waiting for? Your your third phase in life? <laughs> you know yo, I had frosted tips. Don't even worry. Oh, my God. I've oh. seen that picture. You you and your boy. The guy who <laughs> still wears the bandana. I can't yo, remember. Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> Nelson tried to add me on Facebook, but I had 5,000 people, so I couldn't add him. And I was like, sorry, Nelson. Now you have to gonna sit in limbo for the rest of your life. That's one of the funniest things. You're gonna have to make a new account. But I meet people. No, I can't. I don't even care. Either you follow or you get out. Because straight up, I hit like five thousand people on Facebook a few years ago. So people meet me all the time. Like I tried to I tried to add you on Facebook, but you're you're too cool. Uh, it's too cool you got 5,000 friends and you're like buddy I'm so happy that I don't have to add you but it's too cool when are you gonna do one of those Facebook cleanses oh, I don't never. do this shit never bro get out of here Facebook cleanse yeah guys just spent the last two hours <laughs> cleaning out my Facebook if you're seeing this you made it oh I haven't talked to oh, you in three years oh how my life is now glorious that I not have been cut by the girl who sells me the makeup on the weekends <laughs> Mike, is your girlfriend uh, maybe want to buy makeup from me? It's, you know uh, she's got one of those stickers, eat, love, pray. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you know, on a more serious note, <clears throat> why are you so controversial on your Facebook? Yo, honestly? Nathan, I love you as a friend, but yeah. on Facebook oh, you are willing. I know it's coming. You're willing to start some beef. For no reason. No, not not for no reason. It's because people don't know whether or not you're pro serious. something exactly or you're just posting it for the sense of posting it. Yeah. And that's because you've walked this fine. You might be even against something. But as soon as somebody speaks up and is like, why did you even post this? In your Yo, head, it's on, it's on. You're like, Donkey Kong. You're an idiot. This no. is my wall. I'll post whatever the fuck I want. Whatever I want. Yo, people have become too sensitive to like what's on other people's walls. Like I, I understand what you need to control, what you don't want on your wall. That's fine. But yo, why does everyone want to police everybody else's wall nowadays? That's just a metaphor for life, my brother. Okay? People just want to police you. Tell you how to live. Am I right? Break the walls down! <laughs> I'm not smash the patriarchy or anything, but like, like Jesus, like just okay. people need to We're chill We're going to do some dabs here too, but listen, let's smoke this little J first off some Pineapple Express from our favorite weed producer, Cheap Canna. Shout out to Cheap Canna. Cheap Canna. What up? Cheap Canna. <laughs> Are you looking for cannabis to smoke with your friends this long weekend? Well, Cheap Canada has your medication. <laughs> for $7, you and your friends can get high. Okay, listen. I'm going to get back to the more interview style conversation for a second. A lot of people call you the biggest idiot in comedy. That's true. And I agree with them. How do you feel about that? Uh, um, I mean, does it really matter? No. Great answer. Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you started watching me, then you messaged me, then you got on my show, Stoner Sundays? Yeah. What the fuck was that like? What was it like meeting the great Reeds and then doing the great Reeds' show? Uh, you know what? You know what? I don't know about the great Reeds. Oh, wow. That's okay. <laughs> the great Reeds. The great Reeds were so sharp. Party foul. I couldn't believe that you didn't think 
But I was the great reads. The party fell. You know what? And you, you know what? My parents always loved you because you're big in the Portuguese community. How big am I? You're <laughs> in the Portuguese. Yeah, get out of here. This Listen, guy. Your mom the other day called me out on Facebook because I told you to commit suicide on Dude, one of your posts. She's gonna cut you. She will cut you. She makes sure these on the weekends. That bro. was fucked. This that. guy asked about sleep deprivation on his Facebook, and I told him to put twenty pound weights on his head and lie down in a deep tub. <laughs> my mom said, "I'm gonna get you, mom." Yeah, this guy's Portuguese mom put like a. What are you doing? To my son why you say to this to my son ilan but listen so yeah so, they love so, you so man. you start comedy yeah, yeah and i and i know that you're a working man okay i know that yeah so what's it like getting to do comedy did you always like comedy uh you know what i got into the comedy in the last like five years of my life with um i had a bit of a uh, rock bottom um, you had a bit of, of a rock bottom. Tell yeah. us about your rock bottom, bro. Things kind of spun out of control, man. Tell us about your spinning out of control, oh, bro. Oh, buddy. Uh, well, where do I start on that one, man? Wow, is that how deep it goes? Yo, it's deep, man. I don't know. I worked a couple years in nightclubs oh, when yeah. I was like straight out of high school to start oh, yeah. working in clubs, and you know how that goes, man. That's a I do. That's a different life. Must lifestyle. be tough doing cocaine and fucking women. What a tough <laughs> life that is to be high on substances. And ejaculating. You know, it's, it's, it, that's not the tough part. It's when it's not free anymore. That's the part that is... <laughs> this guy, that's the truth. Am I right? <laughs> to all my broke listeners out there, am I right? Are you sick of doing expensive cocaine? Work in a nightclub. You get to confiscate it and do it for free. So when you say work in a nightclub, tell me a little bit. You were a bouncer, no? Yeah, I did. So I did some bouncing. I did bartending. I did bar a backing. Bit, bar backing, did a little bit of DJing. Bar back and bear back. Yo, what, <laughs> bar back and then bear back. And what up? That's Yo, how I'm it is, bro. You want to get those tips and you want to get those tips. Well, Am I I'm right? I'm not trying to get no tips. Sorry, I was going to ask you before I pass it to you. That's okay. Uh, so, yeah. So you, worked at, so, you worked in the industry. The you worked in the nightclub industry. Yeah. A lot of people can relate with that kind of shit. You yeah. worked in a lot of the uh, facets clubs. of it. Yeah, yeah. So, then you hit rock bottom after you did a lot of drugs for a lot of years and you, you were done hooking up with yeah. a bunch of. Um, other uh, industry types. Yeah, I guess you can call that. What the fuck else am I going to say in this PC world, asshole? Now listen to me. You are my favorite because you're so unhinged and don't give a fuck. No. Why did you leave the entertainment industry? Uh, it, or not the entertainment industry, but the late night entertainment uh, It was industry. just time, man. It was just time. I had my daughter. Oh, you had a daughter at the yeah. time? Yeah. Well, no, a couple years before that, uh, like a year before that, I knew like my daughter, my wife was pregnant. And then, uh, and then the, just before that, uh, my rock bottom happened. So like, it was just hard to get to the nightclub industry. I didn't have a car anymore. Were you arrested? Uh, I was, I was, I was arrested at one point in, in, uh, in Alberta at one point. See, I got arrested in Alberta. So if, if you don't know what that means, that means literally that's below rock bottom. If you get arrested in Red Deer, it's over, bud. Yo, it's game over and they do not like... Um, yeah, okay. Portuguese out there. Portuguese half black. They're like, Portuguese yeah. half black? What fucking boat did your parents come off? Yeah, oh, it was... It, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of crime you commit out there. Uh, you better have a good lawyer and, and nice friends because uh, it gets... You, you, I remember you telling me about this. You went to Alberta at what, like 20? Yeah, yeah, 20, 1920. And it was, a, it was a bad time too. Alberta's awful. Don't you fucking see? Alberta's crazy. No, it's nuts, but that's where I was born. So I had to go back and see. You what were was born that. in Alberta. Yeah, I was born in Calgary. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I moved yeah. to Ontario when I was like four or five. This guy's a little fucking idiot. I know. I've been everywhere. Listen to me. I gotta tell you something. 
so you you move back. You hit rock bottom. You start comedy. Yeah. What's rock bottom like? Uh, I mean, it's different for everybody, I guess, because everybody's lost different amount of things when you hit rock bottom. What's what your it's, biggest loss? Uh, maybe respect for yourself <coughs> during that time. You can lose possessions and people and girlfriends and <clears throat> you can people can lose respect for you that's one thing but when you lose respect for yourself when you get to a point where like you know maybe your 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 addiction takes you to a point where you're maybe you know walking the streets and taking cigarette butts out of uh, ashtrays to smoke them because you don't have no money to you know get smokes and you're so high and that's just the only way to smoke a cigarette at that time straight up if i knew you were picking cigarettes out of cigarette ash fucking things i wouldn't have picked you up as an opening act what yeah i'm sorry bro wow bro you you're know, i keep even, a lot of secrets this guy's not even worthy of being a middle what the fuck i'm just talking shit bro you don't you're not even, even worthy of hosting an amateur now just, open I keep mic putting, in a toba i just keep kicking you down this guy can't even get on a <laughs> bro bus. i've already kicked myself down that's why i don't care so you get kicked down and then what inspired you to try comedy you just did you need an artistic outlet uh no i mean i just uh, i i i liked uh, a couple years ago when I was walking, uh, you know what it was funny? Uh, I walked into an open mic. It was a shitty bar open mic. And uh, there was, and it was, it was like f two years before I even started comedy. Well, do you remember any of the comics from that no, night? No, it was just like, I mean, when I'm telling you Name a bar. Name the comics from that night. Yo, fuck you. That was like, Give me the shitty comics. No, I comics. can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Opening act. Nathan it was Tixeda. in like. Middling act. Nathan no, Tixeda. this was like before even I started comedy. This was two headliner, years before Dave I McKenna's. started comedy. No, no headliner. I'm, I'm talking, talking show, no comedy, no no headliner, no nothing. Just a straight up open mic comedy. And it was like, it was a couple guys and they were just talking about how like their lives were shit. And I was like, man, if these guys are so bad and they can still go up there and do, you know, a couple jokes here and there and feel okay. Then like, you know, life wasn't so bad, man. Because everyone told these. started comedy. Everyone told these stories. They were just shitty I stories. fucking hate that. Why? Because comedy to me has been like a childhood thing where I looked up at like comedians on TV and it was like, oh, and this like little like beacon of light yeah, yeah, yeah. shined no, and I couldn't I mean, wait like, to be a stand-up comic. And as soon as I got out of high school, I already knew that I wanted to do it. This fucking guy walked into an open mic, seen two Bush comics and was like, I'm going to do better than those two idiots. And now I have to, I take you on the road because your last name is Portuguese. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. Sorry, bro. I'm bro, telling you. Why I couldn't you give the people a good story that's like, you know, God came to me and he said, knock, knock. And I said, who's there? And he bro, said, I'm telling you, you that's the story. That's all I can give them. That's what happened. Two Bush comics. Two Bush comics inspired at a, at you. You don't even remember their name. No, Jesus. it was a shitty point in my life. I'm going to name two Bush comics And then I was like, like, these guys can John get up Leonard on stage. And, uh, somebody else. That's, and uh, I remember them. They were talking about like just, 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 just shitty jobs and like how one dude wanted to hang himself because of his you've girlfriend. You've had a lot of jobs. What's your yeah. shittiest job? Oh. Oh, man. I don't know. I've worked for a restoration company doing insurance claims, man. So, like, when people's toilets back up and stuff, we, you like, rip check. the No, not check. We, I'm the guy who, like, rips up the floor, you know, drives the place out, drills the holes, cleans Come the sewage. On. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. I've done, uh, like, oh, buddy, one time we did an insurance claim on a, on a barn shed. So, it was, like, it was the shed this farmer had. And uh, the, the roof collapsed because there was so much bird shit on the roof. So then we had to go. It was like middle of summertime in Alberta, like 40 degree hot, dry weather. And we had to go in and pick the shingles out in hazmat suits because bird shit is so acidic 
that you have to pick it in like a fucking like a full suit. Take these shingles out. Bird shit. I already shingles. told you Alberta is a garbage place to be. And now this guy told me that he had a job cleaning bird shit. Where he had to wear hazmat suits. Yo, twenty four bucks. F- twenty four bucks. Yo, humans are fucking nuts. Can I you don't imagine? Care. I, I, bro, I, I, I can't. Listen to me. I've done everything. Man. I know. I I've was done gonna, everything. I, I've done a bunch of shit jobs, but mostly in the construction world. I've never... I had one cleanup job in my life, and it was pretty shit. Yo, I'm a landlord now. Yeah, that's shit. Bro, I almost wrote a status the other day saying all landlords are shit. Any landlord that's not helping out their fucking small business right now is a fucking dink. Oh, yeah. No, no. Commercial fucking, landlords, D- for sure. All DDT, Fuck commercial idiots. landlords. Actually, my landlord... I'm not a landlord. I'm a superintendent, but my landlord's being pretty good. But, yo, landlords are being pretty dicky about this whole situation, especially commercial landlords, because people could get a break right now. How you feeling about the COVID? You got it? Yeah. I mean, I had it. This guy had it. How was it? Uh, I mean, it was like a cold. Yeah. Did you get know. tested for it? No. I just did the WebMD and I said I had it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how those cases are so inflated. It's a bunch of fucking uh, hypochondriacs being like, my nose is uh, hurting. Fucking Susan's back on the WebMD again. She's half drunk. I, I think I also had the, co- I, I think I had the COVID like two days into March. I swear to God, when we, we dipped up to the cottage, my, I had like a sore throat. I had trouble breathing for a couple of days. And I was good. I honestly thought, this is how much of a stoner I am. I'm pretty sure that me and Aaliyah and Daniel had COVID because we all had like a pretty stuffy nose back in March and a pretty sore throat for a few days. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But we were already isolating at the cottage, so we didn't come in contact with anybody for like a month. Never mind 14 days. That's nice. But, but listen, this is how much of a stoner I was. I got it the first few days I had got to the cottage. And, and for the first time in about a month, I had brought dabs up. So I thought I had a sore throat from the dabs until my <laughs> <laughs> wife and kid were also sick so for like two three days i was like no you guys are fine man i only have a sore throat because of my dabs and, and danielle's like shut up man you're clearly sick and i was like it's not it was all phlegmy and nasty i'm pretty sure i almost uh yeah killed my family over dabs and um but covid's good man yeah i mean it's been nice for me it's you the had first... a little vacation now you're going back yeah, to work it's the first time in like four and a half years i haven't worked two jobs man yeah i, I see you you're taking home. your kid out for walks and shit like yeah, that yeah going through hikes and stuff man I'm get all about a, the covid get about that trudeau vacation money are we, are we allowed to say that yet? I'm about the COVID. Yo, I don't mind. As a stand-up comedian, I'm probably not going to be able to, to work for a few months, and I'm going to collect that Serb. God, yo, the yo, name Serb is what cool. up? I don't even sick? care. I'm going to collect that Serb. Serb. I'm going to collect that Serb. I wish it was Serb. Just bought a lot of herb. Just bought a lot of herb in my Serb. What? <laughs> yo, man, welcome to the Herb Serb pile, you know? <laughs> Thanks, Trudeau. Did you get Turning to collect that. anything while you were off? Or? Yeah, yeah, I got the two, I got my my curb money. Yeah? And yeah, man, I got a nice a nice little chunk of change from See, Trudeau. people don't know, man, people don't know. This lockdown has been good for people with young kids. Not Straight because up. of the kids, but man, you just get to spend a little bit of fucking time with your fucking family. family Go man. home, say hello to your kid. My kid didn't even know me until I got my Serb, and then I got Straight those two up. G's, and she's like, Dad, so what nice up? to see you. <laughs> I'm like, sweetie, you're only three. Why are you talking like that? Yeah, Father. Hey, dad, my, my kids got my dad's three Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, I got no respect, no respect. <clears throat> uh, I want a binky. I want someone to clean my ass. <laughs> my daughter hasn't been the same since I got her all the dresses, all those Disney princess dresses. No, did you? Yeah, bro. Come I on. turned to my co- my my curb money. Come in the- on, bro. Whatever. You got Disney princess dresses for your kid? Yo, she loves them. Yo, I have to. I'm gone. How all old the your other- kid? She's almost four. What a jerk. May thirtieth. What up? May 30th? Yeah. She's a May baby. She's My kid's sick, in June. Though. My kid's in June. June 26th. She's sick. My kid just started using a scooter. 
Like a push one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one leg, bro. She's crazy on it. Loves it. What are, you, what, are you, what are you trying to raise here, bro? Yo, stunt double. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Listen, you were a young father. Yeah. How old were you when you became a dad? Uh, 28. Uh, no, sorry. 27. 27? That's yeah. not young. I was younger than you. What the fuck? I thought mm. you were younger than that. For some reason, I thought you became a father at 23 or something like that. Whoa. How old you kid? Four. Oh, you kid's only... Four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yeah. your kid was like seven or eight. Almost 30. It's not. It's because you're the way you talk and you post videos. What's yeah, I just worst, look old. What's the worst thing about... Not you as a parent, but other parents of kids your age. Uh, people who think their children are like China dolls. What do you mean? Like they can't do shit? Like they're yeah, too worried that their kids are going to hurt themselves? I mean, they're going to hurt themselves or they're going to, they're always going to break or everything's going to give them a disease. Nah, the other see, day I was at, no, close, li- listen, listen. The other day I was at a bouncy place, man, with my kid before you this were, COVID okay. thing happened. I was like, what? No, no. Before this. the bouncy castles during COVID? What kind bro, of underground I'm doing a stand-up child? Set right now. I'm yeah. doing a stand-up set right now. It's the other day, okay? It's the other day. <laughs> Uh, but no and uh, it was like one of those uh, trampoline places where they you know the kids jump up and down on those things you know and this lady honestly she had one of those like she had a rubber a ru- uh, 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 styrofoam helmet no. on, on her two year old bro no, on her two year old on a trampoline park are you kidding me do you know let what the little of- fucker's head get a fucking Yo, foot a to the bruises, head bro no no this, hey no listen this he wasn't even gonna get a foot to the he he was two he didn't even crawl it was just so in case he went over like this man i'm gonna tell you straight up this guy this fucking guy bro watch it you're gonna break our set okay everybody listening at home nathan texada just fucking broke our set sorry yeah i ain't got no money he's a Leave me alone. fucking dick don't send me no In bills all seriousness <laughs> you need your kids to get hurt no, they my have daughter to. used to, we used to go to this place on St. Clair and Keel. I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's like some indoor playground bullshit. And she used to go on the trampoline and it says no kids under four. She's two and a half. I don't give a shit. Let's go. Get out of here. So I throw her on. She jumps around with the other kids. All the other parents also throwing their clearly under four year old kids. Man, and I remember, I'll just never forget this one kid came on. I fucking hate the older kid who doesn't know how to play with the little kids who just comes on. He's like, <laughs> and then nobody can say anything because it's we're all breaking the rules now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this fucking stupid kid starts jumping around, and my daughter uh, fell and she started bouncing on the trampoline while he was jumping around. And I, I told her, Leah, you have to get up. And uh, <laughs> yo, like my wife looked at me. She's like, I remember she's going, get in there. And I'm like, no, man, we have to watch. She has to learn how to get up right now. And if she doesn't get up, she's going to get hurt. <laughs> and we were like, well, I, I, man, <laughs> she got murked, first of all. I know those feelings. I know that murked, feeling right okay? now. She gets hurt. And she kind of like, eh, and I go, I told you to get up. <laughs> but when she got hurt and she looked at me and I said, I told you to get up. My wife kind of hit me like, go get her. And, and I was like, get up, sweetie. And she did it, man. My fucking two and a half year old, almost three now. But at the time she was only like two and a half. She got up and she like hopped towards me. You know, she did that like yeah, little yeah, yeah. hop towards you. <laughs> and she hopped towards me. I was like, right, you're okay. You're okay. And she's like, dad, 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 yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm like, do you want to come out? And she's like, no, no. And she, and she got the fuck in. That's and it. She started hopping around and she fell again. And you know what? So she fell. She looked around, got right the fuck back up. It was kind of like, yeah, don't sit on the ground because when the kids are hopping around. And it was the best. And I remember, like, man, like there's this weird satisfaction you get as a dad when you get to look at your wife and you'd be like, oh, uh-huh, it wasn't a big deal. Oh, that little, fu- oh, she's better off now. Oh, uh, yeah, I love those I'm moments. Not a fucking idiot. <laughs> I know, those are the best moments. But if you could stone cold stunner your wife, you know how many times I would have kicked her in the gut and that's, brought her that's down? That's right there. 
or sweet chin music like like she doesn't know it's coming like and, and she looks around to see if i see her and then just drop her with a kick oh buddy. but it doesn't hurt her i wish we lived in a world those where you are could, great like, moments do something. those are great moments because they always have that uh that motherly instinct that they think is always right they're like yo this they is are always way. right that's buddy. the actual issue Get she's actually right like 90 percent. no but on your end but like see for me it's different like my mom's had a daycare for like 25 years so now. you know about so kids. i've seen a lot of the things so it's like for me it's like almost like a second nature i ignore cries like my my daughter will like <laughs> be in the car and my my daughter will like throw her sucky bro on Man. the floor like 30 times and my wife will pick it up 30 times dude boom 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 boom, boom. and i'm like yo my daughter knows with me that's two times you get yo, two you get two times second time yo that's that's sucky staying on the floor you do it again it's yo, gonna fall i've been ignoring your mom for five years you don't think i'll ignore you for 15 minutes in the car get out of here yo he's, he ain't lying <laughs> this man ain't lying his wife posts shit on his facebook like love you he won't even like it the man won't even like his wife's Yo, posts. Yo, relationships are not meant for Facebook. Look at this, guys. This Get out of here. Listen to me. Let's do a couple dabs, okay? We're going to move a... on. You brought dabs for me. What did you bring? What is yes. this? ICP? Yo, I don't even Dream know. Team Scream? I don't know. It's Lean Dean Freem? Yeah, the guy drops it off in a slab, and I'm like, thank you. And the price is amazing. So I'm like, I don't ask too many questions. Like, you don't ask questions. Yo, let's get this. Yo, we still... Yo, you, what? Yo, you remember these? Well, where were we? Yo, get out of here. You don't remember. Oh! This is from Larry and the boys. Larry, white knuckles. Yo, Look at this. This guy just white brought a pen. white out in Cornwall, Ontario. All right, here is a Yo, great story, up? man. In stand-up <laughs> comedy, you've got to perform a lot of the time in certain situations that normal people wouldn't perform in. And as a pot comedian and somebody who performs quite often in illegal situations, I have been blessed to perform in some pretty wild venues. Nathan, I took Nathan on the road one time for a two, a three-day, two-show um, road gig Hell yeah, to Cornwall in Montreal. So we get to stay in Montreal for a few days, and then we hit the road to Cornwall, and then we head back to Toronto. Montreal gig is in a studio. Nothing too crazy about that. I don't tell him much about the Cornwall gig. <laughs> I just tell him it's going to be another weed venue, and uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, weed venue. So we go pick up the host of the show. And pretty much that's when this guy starts putting it all together, what it is. I pick up the host and the host is like, yeah, we got to go to the clubhouse. And he starts talking about how there's going to be a lot of bikers at the clubhouse and how there's going to be a lot of this and that. And Nathan kind of goes, oh, it's like a biker's club? And, and, and then all of us start laughing. And <laughs> you could, he kind of gave me a look like Reitz. I'm half black. <laughs> Do these guys know? Do these guys know that there's like a half black dude coming into a bikers club today? Because sometimes bikers don't like black dudes. And I started laughing. I'm like, nah, nah, you'll be fine, man. You're the opening yeah, act. You're scared. good. You're good, man. So we walk in. All Man, right away, the club is empty uh, except for the <laughs> bikers, okay? And they're all sitting in this really like VIP area that has like a little kitchenette. It's not like the rest of the club. They're all just sitting there. And as soon as we walk in, like this old, like raggedy biker dude comes up. He's like, "You guys are performers, huh? <laughs> well, you better be funny because if Yo, you're Popeye. not, Popeye, Popeye, Popeye. Yo, Popeye, because if you're not funny, you know, you know what happens, right?" <laughs> 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 and all of us are like, "Are you fucking for real?" 
This guy just threatened us 20 seconds. And he, and he, and he wouldn't stop doing that Yo, laugh all night. That laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you guys are comedians, right? Yeah, I'm a comedian. A lot of people say I'm pretty funny. Watch. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is he doing? You guys like camels? Watch. <laughs> Good old Popeye. Yo, they, wanted Popeye. To, they wanted us to leave one of the plants there. Remember? We yeah, yeah, plant? yeah, yeah. We brought weed plants. Okay, this is, that's another cool part of the story. In, in yeah. Montreal, we met a grower who's a, a, a cool dude. I've worked with him a bunch of times. He's also a fan of mine. Fuck so, so every time he comes, he gives me some presents, usually some weed. But this time I didn't want any of the weed. I bought the weed off him because of so many times he's hooked me up. So, so he was like, man, if you're not going to take the weed, let me give you these at a really good price. I think he was selling them at like 15, 20 bucks a piece or something yeah. like that. And I think he Little ended up coins. giving it to yeah. us for like almost nothing. That plus a bunch of weed yeah, and shit like yeah, that. So we, we ended up getting all these weed plants, like good sized clones, like this big that this guy took home and now four. four and now he has them growing into full weed plants yeah they're, they're budding and everything they, buddy they were in solo cups yeah we yeah, got them yeah, in solo yeah. cups. we got them in little solo cups. now they're like they're they're like three and a half feet oh in the flower my god okay so we, so so that's the pre to the cornwall story so in montreal we ended up picking up a bunch of weed like that so we go to cornwall we go to this biker bar we, five seconds and we meet popeye he's already terrifying um, the lady, the lady biker of the main biker dudes comes in is really, really, really nice. You don't have a dabber? No, I don't. Just, you're you know, you're going to make me ghetto dab on fucking camera right now. Where Buddy, I got a reputation. I'm Reeds. Get out of here. Take yourself a piece. I forgot to stick at home. Sorry, guys. This is the most ghetto dab. Yo, you know that always access. <coughs> Everyone always talks shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> the lady biker lady. So nice. The show starts. This guy's hilarious. <coughs> Larry White Knuckles himself. No. <coughs> Larry. The dude of all dudes. The head biker honcho. Yo, see, everyone always talks smack about this rig, but it just... <laughs> Larry loves the show. What did Larry say to us? Bro, Larry gave me a hug. This old biker guy. He gave me a hug when we left. He's like, you're the best Negro we've had here since Jackie Robinson drove by in 74. <laughs> No, that's not what he said. <laughs> he said. No, they were awesome, man. They were hilarious. They were good. They wanted us to come back next year. They wanted us to stay and party. Yeah, we're gonna stay and party with. That's what, and they wanted Larry us to White Knuckles, the, mental friend Popeye. Yo, and then we gave him about we yo we gave him the moonshine. Remember, they were happy about oh, the, yeah. the little dryer moonshine we got in Montreal. Man, we have a good Montreal story. Yeah, bro. We didn't even talk about the drive up to Montreal. What happened? Oh, yeah, you had to take a shit or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> that was tough. It was the first time I've ever been on the road with anyone who, who's like a big comedian. Anyone who's ever been on Just for Laughs or anything. Like, Yo, this guy. Yeah, it was the first time I got to travel with anybody. This guy, yeah, Listen, you, we did on the road. This guy somehow considers me a big comic. That's not the point. This is the best point of this whole fucking interview. This guy kind of looks up to me. I take him on the road with me. That's one of the best things you can do as a comic. Yeah, man. If you have a younger comic who grew up kind of watching you sometimes or even knows who you are as a person. He's not even a younger comic. I'm pretty much the same age. 
It's just a younger comic in the age of comedy years. It's like yeah. a weird thing when you talk about comics. Even if you're the same age, for some reason he's a younger comic to me. We're the same Seniority. age. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way it is. <coughs> I don't even want to ever talk about like... <coughs> I take this fucking guy on the road. On the fucking road. Best thing you can do for a young comic when you're a headliner. And I'm nervous. This guy's nervous. Nerd. Buddy, what, like three hours into our drive, just outside Kingston or some yeah, shit? Yeah, I'm like, two, this guy goes, and two months hey, Reeds, I got a shit. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And you could hear in his voice the pure, <laughs> the pure truth, the truth Fear. that you were conveying to me. It wasn't like, yo, I got a shit. It was, hey, Reeds. I've waited. I've got a shit. I thought we had time. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I got shit, Reeds. I, I might have to pull over and You're shit. You're like, yo, the next en route? This guy goes, remember the next time 32 kilometers. <laughs> next honor. And I was like, you think you can do 32? And he's like, I've already been doing like 60. <laughs> I already did 60. And I'm already I'm like, oh shit, yeah, it's like that, eh? Okay, so pull over. This guy had to pull over it was with immediately a, with a comic in which he looked up to. Yeah. Somebody that he enjoyed watching off stage, on stage, and now he's getting to hang on stage. I get it now. It's actually kind of funny now because you never yeah, told it buddy. to me like this. But it's even funnier. It's weird. And man. this guy pulled over, looked and at me. And it wasn't even like we pulled into a parking lot. No, I pulled we off the highway into and like, a dirt road. Oh, no, onto the ra- onto the on ramp. Oh onto yeah, the on ramp. Oh my god, bro. this I guy took a shit on the off ramp. On the on ramp, bro. Dude, he got like you know where it turns, and, and then, then it was the like a little bridge. By. Yeah, and there was a little bridge. We didn't even make it over the bridge. I was like. Yo, bro, I'm getting out. And I just, I didn't even look for a bush. I just leaned up against the back of the car and just like, oh just held God, down. I and I couldn't, I couldn't even find toilet paper. This I had to guy use a sock. took a shit on the on-ramp bridge. And I had to use a sock. I used the sock and I threw the sock. I, was just I think like, I was just it. rolling I a little J while this yeah, was happening. Yeah, rolling a little J. Because like, I was like, buddy. You were like, yo, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, bro, I just need a few minutes. This guy did it though. This guy took a dump on the side of the road. And then just kept on trucking. Yeah, and then we did the other three hours of the drive, and we went to my. Yo, I even asked, "You want me to do the rest of the drive?" You're like, "I'm actually good now." Yeah, I woke up. It was like it was like I was kind of like you Man, know when you're like kind of like sleepy. So fucking funny. I was dude. like kind of like sleepy, sleepy, and then like when I started to get the sweats from the cramps, I was like, "Yo, I don't even need a five ever energy anymore. Like I'm I'm good for the rest." This of This guy took drive. a shit on the side of the road, man. Yo, and then when we got to Montreal. Okay, this is an even secondary better story. This guy's whole night was all kinds of fucked up. Takes a shit on the side of the road. You think it's all over? You're fucking wrong. Yo, Reeds, I got the place linked up. This guy, we don't get a hotel. Because this guy says, you don't need to get a hotel. Don't ask the bookers to get us a hotel. I got us a condo. Not even an Airbnb. A fucking condo. Friend of mine. We're going to go to her condo. She doesn't live there. Some richer lady. Everything will be fine. Hell yeah. We show up to this building, downtown Montreal. Yeah, but we get there. Hold on, hold on. So it's a straight five-hour drive into Montreal. We get there. We leave at night. We leave at 8, and we get there. It's like... 2, 3? Three? 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. So yeah, let's yeah. put a little... <laughs> two, it's three not in the daytime. Mor- oh, yeah, it's 2, 3 in the morning. We've been... We're probably like 10 joints in, 20 dabs. Yeah. Legit, like that kind of sesh on the drive. Yeah. The drive. Yeah, but still, it's just what it is. And... Uh, <laughs> We get to Montreal. I tell this guy to park illegally. He says, no, I bet you we can figure something out. We still half park illegally, but we figured it out. Yo, yo, we got away with it. I told you we would have because of how dusty the cars were. I was like, these cars are dusty. No one's checking this fucking bush-ass parking lot. So uh, we get to this lady's condo. 
we go up to floor number let's, three three floor number three okay we go to floor number three this no. guy's like i know what your condo it is i just know how to where where it is in the listen hallway. okay so like all the floors are the same they're all laid out the same so I mean, i've been there like three or four times this guy's so confident confident so confident he's like man we're just gonna get out of the elevator you're gonna see man you're gonna make a right and uh it's gonna be right at the end of the hallway it's gonna be a single door right like this guy said we get out of the condo elevator we look down the hallway a single door at the end done. of the hallway done this fucking dude hold on puts, put the key in puts the key in this guy puts the key in turns it and it kind of is just already open and he's like weird and he just opens the door and he opens the door and there's like shoes at the front of the door and he goes weird man she never leaves shoes here. It's usually There's very empty. There's never shoes at this lady's It's very house. empty. It's like an empty condo. And this she guy uses takes it three like steps time. into this condo and goes, wow, did she redo... Oh, yeah, <laughs> did she redo the new paint, the cupboards and do like finishes. a paint job? Wow, it looks so different in here. Yo, new finishes. And then this guy just goes, hey, hello? Yo, there's and not supposed to be anybody there. There's not supposed to be anybody those, there. Like, here, it, like, it was a bluff. Expected. It was 100% a it was bluff hello. A bluff hello. And he went, hello. And some man's <laughs> voice goes, hello. <laughs> and this guy goes, yeah. Is this uh, Susan's condo? And he, <laughs> the guy just goes, Doesn't what? even get out of bed. Doesn't even get out of his bed. Susan? And we go, yeah, is this Susan's condo? He goes, who are you? And we're like, nobody, buddy. I'm sorry. Wrong condo, man. Wrong condo. We closed the door. And now we, we don't leave because we haven't been doing anything malicious. We don't run. We only take a few steps outside of this guy's door. We go, oh, fuck. Wrong condo. Here, check the number again. I think we have the wrong number. You know, and, you it, can... and he goes, yeah, look, it's 316, not, not 416. And whatever. And then we go, what? Are we on the wrong floor? And we're just having this conversation outside of Buddy's <coughs> whole apartment that we just like closed the door on we hear him just go and he's just been there on the other side of the door peering through the fucking thing like what the fuck <laughs> this guy will never leave his door open again three in the morning dude and me and you and i looked raggedy you yeah. you were you had been driving for five six hours just taking shits on the side of the road missing a sock you're pretty much homeless bags. Uh, I think I had like sweatpants and a fucking ripped t-shirt with coffee stains and weed all over like a lunatic. Bro, but we were in his condo for like oh, 30 man. seconds. 30, 40, 40 seconds. 40 seconds easy before I said hello. And like a good like 10 feet into we, this Yeah, yeah, yeah. Condo. We put our bags down. Put our bags we down. We looked around. You were like, you know, giving me a pat on the back. You're like, yo, you this hooked it up. This place is sick. You I hooked know. it up. This place is sick, bro. They got their own shoes and everything. I don't even got to wear mine. This motherfucker bleeding popping out, brother. Oh, oh man. man. My hair's all wild. I forgot to put my two. That was funny. This guy, man. Wrong so we condo. get back to the condo, the actual condo. There's two, uh, you know, people waiting there. We get some blowjobs. We get some blow. We get hey. some hoe. You know what I'm saying? Three in the morning, blowjobs and hoe jobs. You know what I'm saying? Hey. In Go reality, down. what happened was we got to the condo. There was no uh, cable, and we had to watch an old DVD Yo. of... Uh, stacks of DVDs. Stacks of scratched burnt dvds Yo, buddy DVDs. nothing says 2003 like dvds Yo, what, uh, with uh, a, a scratch Yo, with like a sharpie prepared us for covid though prepared us for covid we had to stay in the only thing that prepared time. me for covid was hanging out with you because you're a fucking virus yeah you got and fucking you're a immune. planned chinese you're welcome pandemic you're welcome 
Uh, okay, but in reality, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I, I tag like that on Facebook, and you'll be like, "So nice to hear from you, Reed." <laughs> 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 like, Shut up, you. You. Yeah, but sometimes I love when you'll post something like like honest. You're like, "Yo, does anybody know where to get a fucking thing?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, bro." <laughs> yeah, your mom's Go ass, you fuck fucking. And then your yourself. mom will like give it an angry face, and I'm like, Eek. "Oh." Nate's oh. mom is watching. No, that's good. Yo, man. my mom's always watching that Facebook. Man, she's she, gotta she's get her good. off, man. Yo, she's always just for like the last like four years, just pure sends You're, me like drug bust links. Of course. Yo, every day, every Cambridge day. man arrested for <laughs> yeah. driving high. One point three. This grams is your of friend, or <laughs> my mom calls They're me. They're gonna catch you anytime they talk about marijuana on TV. She'll call me and be like, "You here?" The marijuana companies lose a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The marijuana companies on the TV, every day they lose money. You know why? Nobody want to smoke marijuana. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not why. It's because they produce too much and they couldn't sell it because of regulations. And that the marijuana was no good. And I swear to God, she goes, what do you mean the marijuana no good? It's all the same. And I'm like, oh. it's not. My stuff is nice. And she goes, you you crazy. You're everybody think their, their stuff bad. This is drugs. You drugs. My mom, yeah, that's what my mom... What's your mom, mom like my when it comes like, to pot? She's uh, still like old school about it? Uh, she's uh, she's like on the fence still. Yeah, she, of course. She like, doesn't mind it, but like the other, I gave her some uh, pretzels, some like medicated pretzels. You know, hey. I gave it to her and she like, she like has them in her jar and like those are like you got to eat like 10 of them for them to make a difference and right now she's eating like one but like it like makes her excited. I don't like edibles. I'm not an edible guy. I'm going to go down on the record and I'll die on that hill that I don't like edibles. I like to get high old-fashioned way. Smoke. I would rather smoke a joint a million times over than eat one fucking gummy bear. I'm not a big fan of it. It's Who not the, the same fuck way. thought it was a cute idea to eat a gummy bear? Yeah, if I'm going to eat it, it's you know, mushrooms. Hey, That's have you it. heard the commercials on TV? You know, the anti-weed commercials? The you might think eating a gummy bear is a cute idea, but it's not. It's fucking dangerous. I can't think of that commercial right now, but the first time I heard it, I was like, yo, what are they trying Which to Which one is right it? The now? radio one? Yeah, yeah, the radio one. Oh, <laughs> man, I think my pizza's here. Why can't they just do like a normal... Like, I wish they would just hire me to just be like, hi, I'm comedian Mike Rita. I smoke a lot of weed, but I'm also a father, so I do care about what yeah, you're doing when you're normal. high. Yeah, normal. And I want you to know, you should only smoke weed if you're watching a movie. Or you're at a park, yeah, or keep, you're rollerblading, or maybe playing ball hockey, high. or if you're golfing. I don't know why they have to make us sound stupid, dude. I would just love don't make to us be. sound stupid. Hey, I'm telling you something. I, I I told one of I told my agent and one of my dudes about this that I'm gonna make funny videos called Token. No, no, yeah, Token tips. No tips for Token teens. Yeah. Tips for Token teens, cause and it's gonna be me like a, like a serious PSA, but it's like it's it's tips instead of like warnings, and it's like a lot of kids out there are gonna be smoking pot, and out there and when, you know and it's gonna be serious you're and you're like, the but I'm gonna give them proper stuff, and it's really dangerous if you're a teenager smoking pot. So here is our few tips to stay safe while being high. Make sure to get high somewhere quiet so you can always listen for approaching cars and approaching humans. <laughs> Is that a cop? Let's get out of here. <laughs> you know? Like shit like that. Is your shatter black? Yeah. To, uh, to, tip number two. Are you thinking about smoking at home? Well, don't just puff it out the window. Make sure to find a nice quiet fan. 
Let it. Let make sure to and put something there to make sure it goes out. Yep. That's and you're safe. gonna want snacks. Make yeah, sure yeah, your yeah. snacks are prepared ahead of time. Trust, bro. That's the funniest shit. Yeah. Because uh, everybody likes to pretend teenagers aren't smoking weed, but teenager. Have you ever met somebody who waited till 19 for their uh, first drink of alcohol? No. No, I. Can waited, you imagine waiting till 19? I waited until I was 16 and to smoke weed, and I didn't smoke weed steadily until I was like 18. I had like five joints between 16 and like 18. That's the most responsible shit I ever fucking heard in my life. I'm telling you. I had like five or six joints. And then you go 18. Then when I got out of school, that's when I started smoking. I would, um, I, 18, 18, I'd almost been arrested like 10 times for fucking pot possession no. in the neighborhood. We, we had neighborhood policing. Yo, so you never got... Neighborhood a, policing. I had police in my dad. Okay, so neighborhood policing was sick, bro. Um, I don't know if, it, if the program is still around, but it's like the same 10 cops will work a neighborhood. Yeah. And they'll like... Um, so we used to get booked by the same fucking cops all the time. So one of my favorite interactions as a teenager, we would see this Asian cop. And he would start walking towards us. It's like Officer Tam or some fucking shit. It's hilarious. And this dude would come up to us and he would always be like, you guys again, what are you guys doing here, man? I tell you all the time, get out of Dover Court Park. We get complaints about teenagers smoking pot, drinking. Are you guys drinking too? And we always were drinking. Did you, you didn't, did you drink, like you grew up in Waterloo. What the fuck do kids as teenagers do in Waterloo? Because in Yo, the city, bush you, parties. Bush parties. What up? What's a bush party? Yo, they're amazing. They're like just, what is truly a bush party? Honestly, because in the city, a bush party means like a shitty party. No, a bush party is like, a literal party in the bush, in the sticks. They, like, make a bonfire. They get, like, couches. You just find the sticks? Bro. Because, like, places like Waterloo, they got, like, bushes where, like... Like, yeah. Where houses but what, everybody drives been... there or everybody... No, yo, it's just close enough to walk. Like, you know what I mean? Just close enough. And it's closed it's... off from, like, a highway or, like, just a street. Close... Yeah. And there's, like, foresty shit. Foresty mad So trees. a bunch of teenagers meet up and have a bush fire. Just a bush fire, bro. You get fucked up. Bring some weed. Guys be... Weed camping chairs. Sometimes they're bringing random couches. Like people would have, their older brothers would bring like four by four trucks. They'd roll up like couches up there or whatever. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. So that's the way we used to party. We never used to party in houses. Bush parties. It's just bush parties, bro. Just mad bush parties. And then what, sometimes man. the cops would roll up on us on. We like had ATVs. whack, whack house parties. Yeah, see, I wasn't about the house parties because you could smoke outside. I'm going to tell you the truth about house parties. There's a big, deep secret, and Hollywood has destroyed the house party because every Hollywood house party is the most banging <laughs> fucking house party you've ever seen. And no house party is like that. No. I've never been to a house party where there's 10 people in the kitchen, 30 people. In, like, I've been to house no. parties where there's like maybe, maybe 30 people. A pile of cocaine Ma on the table. No, there's usually like 15 people fighting Tops, over one bro. bag. Yeah, Get out of here. Good, man. But yeah. it wasn't like these Hollywood <laughs> parties where it's like fucking Jimmy Eat World is there. It's like, it just takes a time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The strippers. I'll tell you what, though. I used to see some of those rich Oakville kids have parties like that. That's not a joke. That's actually a dig at Oakville parties for being so much better than our hood parties. I went to a few Oakville parties. And they were popping off, yeah, man. These rich kids had good house like parties. Not going to lie, man. Rich kids in Oakville had good basements and their parents didn't give a fuck because they was upstairs sipping cognac and doing a little blow scow in the Oakville. You know but what I'm saying? Swanging. Swanging. What was it like growing up in Oakville doing coke with rich people? I'm joking. Swanging. Tell me more. Okay, wait. I, I keep getting lost. Because I'm, we're, we're too good of friends. That's it. I forget about the structure of life. <coughs> I've already talked to you about your comedy. Talked to you. I know you have a real job sometimes too. Fuck that shit. I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm I'm get you out of that shit. You have a swinger show. Yeah. This guy does a show at a nudist swingers place. Yeah, that's a good time. 
Tell us more about that. It's a fun. It's a what club, is it? Uh, club M Four guys. It's a it's a it's an adult swingers club. It's a private members club. Basically, uh, they what pay, is an adult swingers club? Uh, it's just a. I don't know how to explain. It. It's a place where people fuck. You pay for a membership and uh, you get to fuck inside. Who's uh, fucking? Uh, everybody. Uh, anyone who wants to sign up. It's a membership club. They got like 4,000 members, I think, they're members. 4,000 people are fucking. That's the most coronavirus shit I ever what heard up? Yo, life. they're immune, bro. Don't That's even worry. AIDS. Their immune COVID systems are A1. Listen, these people don't get sick. We were doing shows up until like the, the news was like, please stop going out. Yeah, but those, you, you think orgy-based nudist type folk. No, we didn't give it. Buddy, those I didn't. Listen, when you can eat a stranger's ass, you're not worried about catching COVID at Food Basics, okay? Food Basics is a funny thing to call someone's ass. <laughs> Where do you get your grocery? I don't eat much other than food basics. <laughs> really? <clears throat> What's your diet of? I eat a lot of no, shit. No, it's a good time, man. I don't know. It's different. It's a, it's a different kind of crowd of people, I guess, man. They're uh, super open-minded. Where but do like, you... I've met like doctors, lawyers, teachers. I've met a woman who works with special needs children. Do you like... meet these people while you're fucking them from behind? Or is it one of the... <laughs> <All> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, okay, wait, let's do like a little good sound effect. Like a... Guy's trying to get my wife. Right, and then and, and then it's like, so what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm actually the host of the show happening in a little bit. What Why about don't you have to get on stage? <laughs> well, no, no. The guy who's going, the guy going right now is going along. Well, I hope you do too. Actually, it's tough. No, it's uh, no. They they come for the show, man. It's funny. They come for the show. Literally. Why the fuck couldn't you choose better wording than they come for the show? Uh, I don't know. He's making a joke. We bust some guts and we bust some nuts. I don't is know. that your opening line? If it it's not, I'll it, fight you. Bro. Yo, it is, bro. That's how I. Open hey, welcome up my... to the show. We are gonna gut some nuts and bust some butts. <laughs> you fucked that. I don't even know what the fuck you said. I don't even want to give a fuck. The less I give a fuck, the less trouble I'm going to get if my wife ever hears this. She's oh, like, weren't you me. booked to do that show before the COVID? And I'm going to be like, <laughs> I didn't know that there was gut busting and nut fusting. Yeah, it's... um. But yeah, so they got... <laughs> Have you ever seen a blowjob while you're on stage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there's titties out. Sometimes there's blowjobs happen. Sometimes... You're telling a joke and there's a blowjob happening in the audience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you said Vapor Central was the toughest audience you did. Yeah, but... Who these... the fuck is laughing while busting a nut? Yo, listen, listen. Stone <laughs> people don't... Uh, they're, 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 their emotions are inwards. Uh, 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 swingers like to party outwards, man. So, like, they're into the show. That's their, like, once a month. Because it only happens once a month. We do it once a month. It's, like, a special night for they're them. swingers. Yeah, yeah. So, they, like, come out. That's what they... They have, like... They even have, like, a chat site. It's got, like... 10,000 people or something on it and like they just go wild on it and then like once a month they have like a, a special Friday. Why didn't these shows exist when I was a younger Yo, comic? they're wild, bro. It's I, I, I was over here doing dingy open mics at a place called Smiling Blue. Yo, and, and you don't no understand this place, this place is open Monday to Friday and it's like they have like daytime parties. Monday there's to like, Friday and this guy's watching people get blowjobs while telling his jokes. Like, there's, like a, there's like a three to five like bukkake afternoon like what kind of fucking Tuesday. heckles do you get in that place oh i sat on my nuts <laughs> no <laughs> like, man you did they, they like comedy it's funny they don't they don't heckle they just come for the show they didn't even know comedy was happening they just showed up the fuck no these guys come for the, like it's once a month for them for the like so like the other 
twenty nine so once days. A, they it's fuck. just it's just a fuck fest in the place. Yeah, yeah. Twenty nine days. They fuck in the place. Yeah, inside. There's like rooms. There's gangbang rooms. There's open concept. I don't know rooms. why it's there's... so gross to me to just t- just imagine touching this doorknob. No, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. You don't. Understand. I imagine fucking Listen. multiple partners is amazing. No, no, no. Obviously, no, no. The, I can imagine the freedom. The 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 the. the, the and it's funny because yeah, it's the not, freedom. But you got to touch a doorknob for the freedom. Yo, who cares, bro? You touch that doorknob in many other ways, more ways than we know as a people. Yeah, but I, that's the thing, more ways than we know. You see that we know part? That's the best part about existing. No, fuck it. I, I don't, don't care. I'm all in. I'm toes all in. I don't give a shit You're anymore. You're toes all in? That's not even that much, you fuck. <laughs> that's literally the beginning of the all in process, bro. I dived all in, toes in. Why <laughs> did you? Yo, I was <laughs> toes in on that investment. What do you mean? I gave them about $20 for the bus to get to where they needed to go, and then a few years later, they were millionaires i was uh, toes in i was there from ground up you can't be ground up unless the toes are there no, man. you're you're fucked what kind of I, I actually told the producers i was like i'm gonna fuck with this guy because he's one of my friends in comedy <laughs> and I, I was like i just love fucking with him yeah i don't even care this no is, it's only i know time. you don't care because we're friends it, you you, you're, you get that i'm just fucking i'm a fucking you're so funny sometimes this guy will message me and i won't reply for like two three days and he'll be like are you for real Reese, <laughs> you're putting me in the fucking not messaging in back group. Get get back to me, you idiot. And I'll this be like, sorry, bro. Or you some, were in the queue, dad. Sometimes I'll just message him. I'll be like, yo, weed. And then like a, a secret <laughs> message under. Just a message under. Yeah. Yo, I need some weed. And then I'll look at the message jokes. Hey, okay, so uh, we're going to go. <laughs> what the fuck? This, this fucking guy. Fuck. This guy's fucked. Reddit, I seen your little picture. <laughs> oh, you're fucked. Get the fuck out of here. I, I always get rambly. I'm getting high. That dab got me so fucking high. Yeah, fuck Mookie. Fuck, Mook, fuck Mookie. Yeah, fuck you, Mookie Jordan, and your bullshit. This guy got heck on Facebook, and it was so funny. Because somebody was like, yeah, your shatter looks like shit. And then a bunch of people were like, you know nothing about shatter if you can think that you can tell what shatter looks like from parchment paper, from a semi-blurry photo posted on some guy's Facebook. And some guy's like... <coughs> He's twenty two years old. Is he twenty two? You know what's great about being twenty two is that you can just uh, fuck off and nobody will even remember that you existed. Yeah, I mean, if you can go back to any age, what age are you going back to, buddy? This one. Uh, what? No, bro, I'm good. You're like such a. F- oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. You're rock bottom Jones. We already talked about that. Obviously, you're not gonna be like, I'd like to go back to rock bottom. I mean, no. The nightclub thing was fun. That was a good time. But like, I don't know, man. I'm having fun with the comedy thing. Just tell the people the truth. You're friends with Reeds now, and now. Yeah, Reeds is a good guy. Truth. I mean, he's all right. I mean, I get a lot of free weed now. It's just so nice to get the light. Honestly, that was nice, Mill. You gave me the light right now, and it just truly felt so nice. That, oh, I that was, was like, oh, man, oh. he gave me the light, wow. and I was like, wow, I just got the light, huh? Wow. I haven't uh, seen the light in like nine weeks. If like, you guys don't know what that means, anybody listening or watching, it means that, that we have a couple, we have some time but to kind of do our thing. But the most important thing that's incredible about that is that during this whole pandemic, comedians haven't been able to perform, and we probably won't be able to perform for another couple months, probably till September, October. So... What's everybody been doing is just sitting at home and you don't get to perform. You start missing all aspects of comedy. And right now, one of our producers just gave me the light. And it was just wow. so great to see somebody tell me to shut it's up. It's almost like heart. Yeah, it almost kind of hurts your heart right now. I, have, I just, you forget what it's like to just have somebody tell you to wrap it up with a cell phone light. Yeah. 
It just is so truly such a nice feeling. You're like, I don't know if yeah. I'm just higher. That was just a beautiful. <laughs> no, no, it was beautiful. He gave it to me, and I was so appreciative. Like, oh my god, I seen it from the corner of my eye the too. Light. You said the light, and I looked over, and I was like, oh, the light. Comics use that as such a great thing because I, I and honestly, it must have. It's not just because it is a light, but some comics bomb, and when you're bombing, you're dying, so and when you're funny. dying, you die, and you see the light, and it's like so just the most perfect metaphor for what comedy is. On like the scariest scale, like That's I'm so bombing, cool. I died, and then I seen the light. <laughs> and then what happened? Well, I didn't do comedy for a long time. <laughs> I took a couple weeks off. Weeks. Found myself. This is the greatest break in comedy ever. I hope everybody who sucked at comedy doesn't come back. I don't mean like that. That you would be nice, man. The list would be shorter for open mics. That'd open cool. mics. Who gives a fuck about open mics? Yo, I'm still we gotta we, we gotta combine open mics. Three bush open mics gotta become one sick show. That's Yo, it. that no, that can never happen. It's more you beneficial. Get three man. bush hosts on one fucking show. Get three bush hosts. <laughs> that show already exists. <laughs> Insert late night comedy bar show here. That joke is for very small. And then you're like, Reeds. <laughs> Yo, that's too small for me. I'm, that's way above my circle. I'm yeah, sorry. you're like, Reed, oh, I, I can punch down like that. Am I allowed to punch down like yeah, that? I don't, I yeah, I can't talk shit yet. I'm actually not talking shit. I have burned so many bridges already. I don't burn no bridges. You see, what I do is that I leave a little roach at the end of the bridge. And if we're homies, we come back and we smoke it again. But if we're not, I leave a dead roach. I don't burn bridges. I leave dead roaches. But listen, I love some dead at roaches. At least I'm likable in person. People you, hate me online. You're actually not likable in person either. I'm amazing. In you person. have. I have great hair. You have hair. I have great hair. You have Kramer hair. You have jailhouse tattoos. Yeah. You have uh, alligator skin boots. Always have weed. And you have giant hands. So chicks yeah. must dig you right away. You shake their hands. What's up, sweetie? They're like, oh my god, he has giant hands. I just hope he can manhandle me. Yeah, they're. Really unproportioned. It's not your. It's not your. It's not your. It's not your fault. You have working man hands, bro. You do working man shit. This guy, you were pointing out the dirt in my hand the other day. That made me sensitive. I, I had out to get the a dirt? brush. I had to get a brush. Who am I talking that. shit about, bro? Oh, I looked at my nails right now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just see that? I was like, who am I talking shit about? I probably have some dirt in my nails. The cleanest nails I've had in years. Jesus. I got a brush after. I have that a little day. bit, I guess. Fuck this guy i'm not even lying i've been up north and my whole life it lately has been planting uh flowers and bushes yeah i love it uh planting flowers and bushes makes your hands the nastiest shit it looks like you've been scratching your dirty asshole for you buddy hours. i can't wait to get out of the city you can't wait to get out of the city trust Country me the city house. does not want you here anyway fuck um <laughs> the, who, who yelled that king street and queen street <laughs> you fuck get the hell out of here is that from coffee time okay we we, we gotta wrap it up yeah yeah Listen, we got to a lot of good topics. We talked about weed. We even did some dabs. We might have been the, this might have been the first time people have done dabs with me on the show, which time. is good. Okay, I love you. Thank you for being the man. You're such a good comic, bro. Buddy, I hate you. every other comic who is Portuguese. Yes, <laughs> including you, if you're listening. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to John Mello for discovering you. <laughs> yeah, what up, John Mello? Okay. And then uh, shout out to me for firing him. <laughs> and then scooping you up myself. I was like, get this guy out of here and give me your best, dude. I'm out. Those We're guys. out of here. You're yeah. a hero to the community. I love that you're kind of rebellious. I love that you're just your own dude, bro. Thank you for doing my show. Thanks for being on the sesh, bro. Listen, 
Mike, Rita, uh, all the best, buddy. Thank you so much for having me, buddy. Uh, this guy, he's paved the way for a lot of Portuguese comedians and myself. Uh, he's always been good to paved me, guys. Paved the way. That's because I'm Portuguese. I had to pave something so that my parents guy. would be proud. You understand? Ah, That's how that guy. works. It was the only time. You, you never paved sneak. nothing, Mikey. I paved the road, Dad. I paved the road. Uh, sidewalk. But listen, check this guy out, honestly. Check him out on Instagram. Don't uh, check me out on YouTube. I have nothing up yet, but we have a big comedy special coming out later in 2020. Uh, it's a big Portuguese comedy special that we recorded at the Second City. I love that we're closing on my credit. It's supposed to be about you. I'm like, we're closing on my credit. Uh, also, check out my albums. Uh, but anytime you see me and Nathan on the road, come check them out. This is my opening act uh, for as long until he's his own headliner. And then, fuck, he's got to go find his own fucking opening act. <laughs> and then, then we're going to compete and be rivals and become bitter in our 40s. It's just what it is, bro. Nah, no, we'll see right. you till the end. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're the best. Okay. Thank Ciao, you for brother. Thank Damn, you man. And now we play like some cool sports music with our credits. Ba, 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 ba. And we all talk like it's been like a great interview. And, like I'm talking to someone off camera right now like that. Okay. Uh, okay. Sick. <laughs> Shit is good. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. One, two, three.